Have you ever wondered what it takes to be a great boss? Well, you're not alone, and I'm here to help you find the answers. I'm Talmar Anderson, and welcome to Rock Your Bossitude. On this podcast, we will be diving headfirst into the people side of business, because I firmly believe that's where the magic happens. Each episode will feature candid interviews with fellow bosses who've gone from small business owners to thriving CEOs. Plus, I'll share actionable training to help you rock your own journey. Whether it's your first hire or you simply want to enhance your own boss skills, Rock Your Bossitude can act as your trusted compass. So are you ready to rock your bossitude? Yeah, you are. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Rock Your Bossitude. Today is all about fully aligning your team. Yeah, you get just me right now. We're going to go over a couple of things that I think can help every boss out there better understand how much control they have over the people, the results, the resources they use when it comes to building, leading, and celebrating with kick-ass teams. So let's talk about alignment. We use this word a lot, and it's a great word. It is, in fact, the right word. When we're building a team, a culture, and we're trying to find the right people, we need them to align with several pieces so that we can make sure that efficiency, ease, tenure, which is how long somebody stays with you, all the results that we're looking for are going to be the best possible results from anyone we let influence our success. Yeah, that's how I define hiring. Letting someone influence your company's success. And if you think about it that way, let's talk about what success is. Success is fully aligning with you as the boss, your clients, the position, and the culture. And I'm going to break those four down for you a little bit so that you can better understand what I mean. Now, this is something you should be looking for from the team that you currently have. However, alignment works best when we've taken the time as the boss to sit down and really define what success looks like for us. So alignment starts with culture. It's a word that all companies use right now. Culture, your culture, you need to hire for your culture. Is it a good fit? Will the team get along with each other? Will they care about the same things? That's what we mean when we say culture. We want you to understand whether a big corporation or a tiny little startup, you taking the time to define your culture will better allow you to find people that care about the core values, the mission, the values that you have, the statement for your vision, the mission that your company is on. When we've taken the time to define these pieces, we will better be able to decide if the candidates that are coming to us that want to join our team, these candidates that want to be a part of your company, that want to be led by you and deliver results for you. We want to make sure that they're going to be a good fit because when we have culture alignment, we have ease in our team. Who who doesn't want ease in their team? Everybody wants ease in their team, for goodness sakes. 
We really want to make it easy. And I'm telling you, it doesn't have to be hard to build and lead a team, but it does take some time and planning. And the first step is defining what the culture is for you and your business, what you want every team member to come in aligning with. And there's some great business coaches out there. There's great programs and subjects and books that you can look at that will help you define your own culture, whether that's defining the vision or the core uh, values, making, you know, your, your um, values pillar. I, a lot of people like to call that. They'll have three to six words or ideas that or philosophies that they believe makes them unique. The culture is the uniqueness of your company right? It's usually very aligned to who you are as a boss. If you look at the core values in your company, if they're not intrinsically who you are down to the bones authentically, they're probably misaligned and you're having a hard time leading that team because you're telling them one thing and you're walking a different talk. Culture is really important, but it's not the only alignment that small businesses need to be thinking about. Really, hiring is so critical. Leading your team is absolutely imperative for you to grow and scale successfully. So if we know that, we have to show up as a boss that understands what success looks like. And that is in the defining of these four alignments, right? Think of them as the engine for your company. Your engine that keeps it moving is this alignment of these four pieces. And the culture is just one piece. It gets the most noise because it's something that big corporations are finally starting to use. But yes, as a small business owner, every hire, independent contractor, vendor, or employee should align with the culture and your core values, the environment that you uh, believe in. You know, the, the joke I always make is, that at Boss Actions, we're militantly positive. And what I mean by that is I truly can't allow any team member to be hired that can't see the possibilities in every situation, how we could possibly think of a good thing that could come up, how we could create a new action, how we can break out a workflow, how we could find some assistance through a different position for our clients. We have to consider that positive. We have to be able to help our clients understand that there really is enthusiasm and opportunity just around the corner of getting the right team member in. And if I can't hire a team member that doesn't have that intrinsic core value of positivity being something that leads who they are, how they show up in their life in every way, they're going to have a really hard time faking it when they come to work and they'll get tired and they'll get worn down. Culture fits allow the ease. If we all intrinsically believe in the positivity and the possibilities in life, and our team all agrees to this, it will be much easier every day when we come in to do our job. So culture creates ease. The second alignment in our engine to make it chug, chug, chug along in an oh-so-smooth way, the position This seems like the most obvious thing, and I think it's where most bosses focus when they're thinking of hiring. They are like, okay, this is a customer service position, so I need to find someone with customer service experience. And that that makes total sense. I get it. 
And the reason we want to find people with the experience and the education to deliver the results we want is because that builds efficiency, people. And that means profitability, right? The more efficient we are, the more money we can make. Efficiency is important. It's not just get the job done. It's get the job done well so we have enough time to do a second job, right? And that's what a boss is always looking at. But I would tell you, most bosses misstep when they hire because they really don't look for the person who's going to deliver results from the minute they walk in. If you can really find someone for your position, wherever you're trying to build on your team, you're looking for somebody that can give you those results within 60 days or at least 80% of the results. If you're teaching someone how to do the job, they are not the efficient person that your company needs in that position. So knowing what skill set somebody who's going to be successful at the job brings is required and is absolutely the second alignment. But I think it's thought of enough that I don't want to spend a lot of time on it here today. So our first one was culture. Our second alignment was position. And that created efficiency. So we have ease and we have efficiency in our company. So now let's talk about the third alignment. The third alignment is aligning with the boss. Yes, that's you, boss. I mean, come on. Why did we start these businesses if not to enjoy the people we work with? And we will find joy when we find people that align with us. Telmar, what the heck do you mean align? What I mean is people who like to work the way you like to work. Are you a fast talker? Guess what? So am I. So everyone on my team likes and can work with somebody who speaks quickly. I have to vet for that when I hire, but it's joyful for me. I like to talk fast. I like to get excited about what we do and working with our clients. So I want to build a team that likes that too, that is excited and has enthusiasm and brings the joy in all that energy that I bring as the boss. So what about you? You as a boss, how do you like to work? Are you a get to morning early person, do all the brainstorming and then crank out the tasks in the afternoon? Did you know you could actually look for a person who likes that too? Morning people stand out in a crowd. You can find them, I promise. Or maybe you're the opposite. Maybe you're the person who likes to come in a little later, start the days and meetings at 10 or 11 in the day after you've had time to come in and slowly get into the system, get some thinking on your own. You don't really want to deal with everybody in your face right away. But by the afternoon, you're ready to be rocking it in front of clients with your team members, delivering big and delivering fast. That's okay. Boss, if you can take the time to understand what you like when you're working, what makes you joyful and happy and enjoy the work you do. Yes, it's the next sale. Yes, it's the next merger. It's the next big proposal that we're all working on. It's the next innovation. That is joyful, yes. But it's in the way we work that we actually find joy. Talking fast, starting early, starting late, working on our own, working as a group. Getting to know yourself as a boss and hiring people that enjoy, respect, and like to work the way you do will exponentially affect how happy you are every day when you go into the office. I promise. And even if that's a remote office. 
It makes a difference when you know you're going to get on the call with people that like to work the way you work. You don't have to worry about talking slower for the person who needs to hear things eight different ways if that's not how you like to work things, right? That's important to me. I I don't mind repeating myself so my team can learn. Uh, I do speak too quickly even for them sometimes, but I need somebody who can keep up with me most of the time and even find it fun. That way we can all enjoy ourselves. So the third alignment boss is you. If you want joy in your team and in the company and in the way that you all work together, make sure that you know yourself well enough to build a team that likes to work the way you are, the way you want, the way you do every single day. That's why we became a business owner. That's so we could do it our way, right? So don't miss out on this opportunity. Be mindful of it when you're starting to build and lead your team. Let's get people that like to do it the way you want to. And the absolute last alignment, which most people forget to vet for, and golly, this one really affects tenure, which is how long somebody will work for your company. The fourth alignment after culture, after the position alignment, and after the boss alignment is aligning with the clients you serve. If they don't have like, respect, adoration, admiration, honor, if they don't appreciate the clients you serve personally, if they don't like them, they're never going to be as good as they could be if they had any connection, any understanding, any admiration for the people you serve. My easiest example is corporations. Now, some of you out there love corporations and your company might even do business with corporations. But I promise you, you've met someone who had a big, fat chip on their shoulder about the idea of corporations. Now, maybe they have a personal beef and maybe their parent lost uh, their, their 401k to a corporation that was mismanaged and really robbed their parents of some of the big rewards they were planning on. And so they have this story that they're carrying around. Corporations are just going to steal from you. Corporations are all bad and they don't care about the little guy and they're going to grind you up and spit you out. And if you hire them to come in and be your rock star uh, IT developer, they're still never going to be that great because they don't really have respect or like the people they're building it for. Now, if they are an IT developer who is really excited about corporations and is like, oh my gosh, I love, I don't know, Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola is my favorite soda. I remember growing up on it. My mother loved it and it was part of our childhood. And oh my, I'm so excited that we get to work with companies like Coca-Cola, if that's who they work with. That person, even though they're never going to talk to Coca-Cola probably, and they're doing development work, that they're going to do better work every single time. And when given the choice to leave, that will positively impact their decision to stay. It won't always be about the dollar. And I'll tell you, most people don't leave because of the dollar, but we'll talk about that on a different show. Your tenure can be positively impacted if we align any new team member to the clients and the customers you serve. If they love football and they love football players and the NFL is one of your clients, they're going to be down for it. Even if their job is 
to um, call and schedule appointments for your company, right? It really does work like this. So you have four opportunities to find a fully aligned team member. And this is, I I understand this is a conversation about how to best hire. But the reason we have it in our bossitude conversation is when we find people that fully align with our culture and our position and the boss and the customers you serve, management, leadership, results, profitability, all of it exponentially comes faster, easier, and a heck of a lot more fun. So we have to remember, though, so much of what we talk about is about building the teams and leading the teams. Really understand how much control you have over it before you offer someone the gig. Before you bring them on to influence your company's success, before you bring them on as somebody that you're going to rely on to be consistent, we need to make sure that we're setting you up for success as the boss and this company to grow. And that's more than just making sure they showed up to the interview with a clean t-shirt and brushed teeth. That is not the gig. The gig is not, it's not convenience. It's not my uncle's nephew's best friend lives down the road from you. You should hire them to be your sales rep. That's not, that's not success. Fully aligned teams includes some consideration and some vetting in your hiring process, in your, you know, even if it's for vendors and independent contractors, you should be vetting these people. And we want to see if they align with our culture, with our position, the, the results that we need, right? That's the position. What results do we need? With you as a boss, what do you, how do you like to work together? Do you like to have lots of meetings where everybody brainstorms or do you want to work very much on your own and them very much on their own? Are they going to be successful at that? And then the fourth alignment is clients and customers you serve. Do they have respect for the people you're serving? How do they align with them? It will positively impact tenure in a world where people are not staying at companies very long. That's a societal thing. Again, another show for another day. But this is something you can have control over. If we find people that like the people they're serving with you in the company, they will stay longer as long as they're doing a good enough job for you to keep them. All right, boss. Thanks for your time. Thanks for listening in. Leave me a comment and let me know what your aha was from this show. And if you know that there's something you want me to be sharing when it comes to hiring management or organizational structure for that boss, that small business owner that's stepping into that role, just drop us a line. I'd love to talk about what you want to hear. All right, boss on. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. If this episode helped you, be sure to share it with a friend or another business owner that you think would benefit from listening to this podcast. Share this episode and any questions on social media with the hashtag RockYourBossitudePodcast and let us know what you want us to be talking about. Until next time, remember, you've got what it takes to be an amazing boss. Boss on!